everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. This is a bonus episode. I was not planning on recording it originally, but as I've looked at the world around us and the things that we're going through right now, I decided that I needed to record it. you are all very well aware of, we are going through some unprecedented and very new experiences right now as a world, as a country. I don't think anybody that can remember a time when we have been quarantined, locked down, when schools have been closed, when sports have been shut down. I mean, there's just some crazy stuff going on right now in our world as we try to stop the spread of this coronavirus or COVID-19. And you are experiencing it as much as I am. My kids found out that they have no school for the next three weeks. Starting Friday morning, I got a phone call at like 5.15 a.m. saying there was no school and there wasn't going to be any school for the next three weeks. Talk about weird and shocking and how exactly does that work and what do we do next? I am a ship shopper, so I grocery shop people. And the stores on Thursday before this announcement were insane. By Friday, I decided I wasn't shopping and people were posting pictures of just empty shelves. As you know, there's no toilet paper to be had because somebody decided that was a scarce commodity and we must buy all of it. And now we're still all buying all of it because we can't find it anymore. And so when we do find it, we buy too much because we're afraid there might not be any. I I don't know. I mean, it's just we live in a crazy world right now. There are some nutty things going on. And I wanted to just address some of these things because. I see the hysteria, I see the panic, I see the fear, and I see the irrational things that we are doing because we're afraid. And as somebody who spent 10 years in a cultic subgroup of Christianity and is very familiar with fear-based behavior, I just want to just throw some stuff out there to you guys. I get that it's scary right now because this is new. We've never done this before. And new is scary. And unknown is scary, and disease is scary, and we can come up with all kinds of just crazy worst case scenarios in our heads that are scary. We've watched way too many dystopian movies in these days, you know, Hunger Games, and I can just, there's so many zombie apocalypse movies. We, we have all kinds of worst case scenarios in our heads because of the things that we've seen in our, in our movies and our TV shows. So we can imagine these worst case scenarios, and it can be terrifying. But I want to just stop for a minute and just remind us of some things. We're not the first group of people to have gone through this, maybe not in recent history, but there's been lots of times, lots of times in society and history throughout the years that people have dealt with much more severe illnesses that were just wiping out all kinds of people. The early church dealt with this horrible plague that went through, and they were the ones that were amazingly just loving people and caring and not worrying about their own selves. Strange. And there's just all kinds of things that have happened throughout the history of the world. There's people right now in other countries that are going through all kinds of horrible stuff. I think about the refugees that come here to the United States and the many refugees around the world that are stuck in refugee camps and the things that they've gone through, the things that they've experienced. And just we, the truth of the matter is, guys, we here in America or in the modern Western world, we just are not used to having to give up our comfort. We're not used to losing our security. And so the things that we're experiencing right now are even scarier for us because we are so comfortable and so secure 
and so lazy and so used to things being easy peasy pie. And so when you go through something like this that has an element of new and scary and stuff like that, we're just, we're losing our minds. But I want to just remind you, we don't have to. We don't have to lose our minds. We don't have to do irrational things like stocking up on toilet paper and filling our houses with things that we're afraid we're not going to have enough of. That's a scarcity mentality. We don't have to be like that. We don't have to be like that. And as somebody who grew up in a fear-based environment, I want you just to know something. All cults do this. Across the board, there's going to be fear-based teachings and fear-based behavior because they know something that our media also knows. Fearful people are easier to control. Terrified people are easier to control. There's a reason the media wants you to be scared. And they're doing things like using adjectives. They use the word deadly before they talk about the coronavirus. I don't know how many different articles I have read that's the deadly coronavirus, the deadly coronavirus pandemic. And they make sure they use these adjectives. But I could use adjectives like that on all kinds of things because deadly just means that it's killed people. So do we have deadly automobiles? Do we have deadly oceans? Do we have deadly staircases? Seriously. I mean, the influenza is deadly, but we don't call it the deadly influenza. I realize that the coronavirus is real and that people have died. But did you know that not a single child under the age of 10 worldwide has passed away from the coronavirus? True. True fact. Did you know that the average age of people who have died here in the United States is 79 years old? True. Did you know that 80% of people who get the coronavirus only have a mild to moderate case of it? Also true. There are so many things that we do not need to be afraid of in this scenario. Now, yes, our government has put all kinds of things into effect, banning large gatherings of people and canceling things and shutting schools down because they're trying to protect. They're trying to protect this more vulnerable community, these older people who are more vulnerable to this new disease. It's new. So we don't have the same immunity that we would have otherwise. But that doesn't mean that it's something that is going to wipe us all out. Is it possible? Sure. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. But to fill our hearts and our heads with worst case scenarios is really not helpful. So how do we deal with our anxiety? Because I'll be honest, I'm not immune to fear and panic and anxiety. Not so much because of the virus itself, but just because of the crazy social stuff that's been happening. Being in the store and watching these people's behavior, I was just like, this is terrifying to me. What's going to happen? What's going to happen to our world because of our crazy behavior? Not so much because of the virus. And so I know what it feels like to have this anxiety and to be afraid. And at the same time, I'm speaking truth to myself. And I want to speak that truth to you. Because we do not have to live in fear, guys. God has not lost control. I woke up the other morning and I was cleaning up my room and making my bed. And I looked out the window and I caught the sunbeam just coming through our neighbor's tree and just touching these tufts of dried grass that are left in my flower bed that I really should probably cut down, but I haven't yet because they're kind of cute. And uh, so I caught the sunbeam just like touching these grass tips and just they were sparkling. And I opened the window and I could hear the birds singing. And I was like, you know what? The sun is still coming up and the wind is still blowing in the grass and the birds are still singing. Like they don't even know what's going on. They're just doing their thing. And life is going to go on. And God is not going to lose control. He has not lost control. And we just need to hold on to that. 
But as we deal with our fear and anxiety, I just want to encourage you guys to do a few things and not to do a few things. So here we go. Don't spiritual bypass. We're going to talk about this again in the next episode. You actually get two episodes for the price of one this week because I'm recording this extra one right now. Spiritual bypassing is this idea. We use these spiritual terms to just kind of bypass our emotions. And so instead of actually listening to somebody who's afraid or listening to your own fears and anxieties, you just kind of shove them under the rug with a spiritual phrase. Oh, God said not to be afraid. God's not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love. Well, that's great and that's true, but it's not dealing with what's really going on in your heart. And so I would just encourage you, rather than just spiritually bypassing and throwing things and trying to stuff it and shove it and give yourself a pat Christianese phrase, instead just really dig in. What is going on in my heart? What am I afraid of? What am I really worried about? Do I really believe that God is in control? Am I just, for me, like I said, I'm realizing I'm not really afraid of the virus. I'm afraid of all the people out there that I feel like are being ridiculous and idiotic. But then that's me judging them and condemning them. And so you just really kind of just slowly dig into this. So instead of feeling ashamed or guilt over your feelings of fear, you just stop and you're like, wow, what am I really afraid of? What am I believing about God right now? What am I believing about myself? What would make me feel better here? What could I do differently? And so you just really deal with the situation with your own emotions instead of just trying to shove it with some spiritual phrase. I'd also just encourage you not to stew about the what ifs. We can create all of these what if scenarios in our head that will most likely never happen. Never. And we have such great imaginations and we're so vivid in the things that we can describe, but most of that is never going to happen. So instead of just stewing about the what ifs, just enjoy today. Live today. And this is the things that I've been noticing about having to slow down because of this coronavirus. We don't have church. We don't have all these events we're going to. We don't have, I mean, I'm not working as much as I usually do because I've got kids at home. And so life is just slowing down. And I'm realizing how many things that I have missed in my life, things that I don't have time to do anymore or things that I'm always just rushing around. And so as we have this time to just be forced to slow down, I would encourage you, read a book, cook something, bake something, enjoy a movie, play a game with your family. Have a conversation with a friend that you haven't talked to in a long time. Give them a call. Wouldn't that be a weird thing to actually talk voice to voice with somebody instead of just texting? Enjoy those simple things. Enjoy those simple things that you don't usually have time for. Maybe, just maybe, this is really a gift to help us to discover what it means to really be human and not just these rushing crazy people we are trying to get things done and produce more. Maybe we're going to really appreciate this. Maybe we're going to look back on this and be like, wow, that was, that was a gift. So I just encourage you, God has not lost control. Life will go on. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So just deal with your fears. Look at them. Take time to really just process. Is this actually rational or is this just me being full of anxiety? Use those grounding strategies if you need to, to get yourself back out of that crazy anxious place. Like I talked about when I was talking about anxiety and possessed baby dolls on that episode, if you want to find that one. Use some grounding techniques and just bring yourself down to the place where you can actually logically look at your fears and say, you know what? I'm not going to focus on that right now. I'm going to focus on right now, which is today and the moments that I have right here in front of me. I want to share something that I found from Jenny Allen. She is one of my favorite authors and speakers. I want to be like her when I grow up. I really, really appreciate her. 
And she put something out on her Instagram today that really just hit me. She has two different pages here that you can look at. And she has two different sets of things that may we be able, maybe let's look back on this time in our life with this coronavirus and say about ourselves. The first one says, I panicked. I scrolled. I watched the news nonstop. I complained. I was bugged by inconveniences. I hoarded. And the other one says, I got my friends and family back. I remembered how to be still. I relearned to cook. I shared with our neighbors. I spent time with Jesus. I cared for the elderly. And I love that because I was like, how, how are we going to be able to look back and define our times as we've experienced these next few weeks or a month or however long it ends up being of the coronavirus? Were we self-focused, giving into fear and worry? Or were we others-focused and Jesus-focused and just experienced this time as a gift to just rest and be still and enjoy the life that we've been given? So as I close this little bonus episode, I just want to encourage you guys, rest, be still, speak truth to your heart. God is in control. And this is not something new. This has happened and people have gotten through it. And while you have this extra time in your life, like I said, try something new. Enjoy your family and relax because it's going to be okay. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.